welcome to this week's all-new episode of Gameware Express. My name's Adam Arinder, and you're listening to this on or after Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. This is episode number 251. John Michael Carley is out this week on some personal matters, but we have GameWorks power couple back in studio, Steven and Renee Martin. Welcome back. That's me. Thank you for having us on your podcast. Hey, this is our <laughs> podcast. Aww. That's so special. <laughs> I know, um, you know, summer's here. Things are getting kind of crazy with travel schedules, so bear with us. I was all excited. You know, we, I have these grand plans to move the show back to Tuesday, and I thought uh-huh. this was going to be the week. And then I remember Memorial Day was this week. Yes, it was. So we took that off. So we're still kind of coming in later in the week, but we hope to start moving into Tuesday soon because, yes, we've been on the road a lot, right? Like, I know I was out of town a couple weeks ago. Yep. Renee was out last week. Fanime. Y'all are hitting the road again. That's why we're doing this on a Thursday. I guess we're going to Akon. Akon and Young Jeezy. My, my favorite concert is Akon. Trying to take it easy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that joke still good like 10 years later? Nope. <laughs> is that an Akon song? <laughs> yeah. I okay. I know zero Akon songs, honestly. <laughs> I'm in love with a stripper? Oh, okay. oh yeah. I know that one. And on okay. the radio is I'm in okay. love with a dancer because I guess stripper is not something you should be. In. I only <laughs> know that from Parks and Rec. Um, yes, yes. Tom yes. Haverford, I think he he says that at one point. So probably I, we went to the Promised Land while we were in Texas, and I'm not talking about Bucky's this time. Oh, Bucky's is great. But Steve and I went to this really cool place called Cidercade mm. that I really enjoyed because it's like imagine a football field. But like mm-hmm. inside, mm. okay, like They're, arena football. Yes, yeah. mm. but bigger because mm. <laughs> arena football is only fifty yards. That's true. And then inside is like two hundred and fifty of your favorite arcade machines, and about a dozen pinball tables. So here we're gonna rank every <laughs> machine that was at Cidercade. You could do that though. Starting with Pingo, number two hundred and fifty. <laughs> and you only paid ten bucks to get in, and everything was on free. You play. paid to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you try the cider? No, I didn't. Because ah! The whole time, I don't know. I was like, that whole trip, I was very thirsty. Oh, sexual. For, for like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've been, I was, I've been drinking a lot of water, and I was just out of water and wasn't looking for, you know, cider at that time. But uh-huh. a lot of people had it, and it was good. It was very hectic. Mm-hmm. So we went on a Saturday. And like, you know, around lunch, around lunch. <laughs> and there were probably yes. like 300 pizzas in that place okay, because so there are so many children's Jesus. birthday parties and like baseball teams. My favorite thing about Cidercade on a Saturday afternoon, which is in Houston, by the way, and also Dallas, and Dallas, so yeah. you can pretty much if no one's paying attention, <laughs> you can eat as much pizza or birthday cake as you want to, because what are they going to do? They're going to say, hey, psychopath, who are you? Put down the food. It's like tailgating an LSU game, right? You just go, like, say hi to someone, and they'll just give you a plate of pizza yes. and birthday cake. Mm, so good. So so much um, the $5 pizza from Little Caesars. I think that's most people bring the cheaper pizza in there. That's what I was wondering. So you can bring your own food into this yeah, place? Yeah, people did. Okay. They don't serve food. They had a food truck outside, which sounded great. It was like soul food, but, mm. like, doesn't. Not something I wanted to eat and then go play arcade games. Yeah. You know? And uh, not that pizza is much better, but <laughs> it, it had... It's a lighter, <laughs> lighter choice. <laughs> Compared to some of the other, like, arcades or barcades or whatever I've been to around, like, this one was obviously more arcade-ish and set on games. And, like, when you have mm-hmm. that much variety, I don't mind paying a $10 cover to then go in and, like, play your games, right? Like, when it's, like, a smaller bar and you're doing that, 
I don't know, it feels like I'm not getting as much for my money, but like $10 to do all that stuff for, we were there for like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. That was it's, great value. And the thing is with food, like honestly, the last thing I want to do is eat like greasy food <laughs> and then like play an arcade game. I wish other people shared those, your same thoughts because some of those buttons were a little sticky. Yeah. Maybe that comes from being like in arcade maintenance also because. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, the, we, we the ran, idea of it. We ran an arcade for, I don't know, 17 years. A lot of years. Seemingly. Yeah long time what's the when you go to an arcade what's the number one like snafu that other arcade operators you like like fall uh prey to like what's something you walk in you're like man they they did this shouldn't do this honestly like i i don't i've never really been critical of of like how people operate their yeah. arcade i'm always just excited that <laughs> That's it's there, there. Mm-hmm. you know i guess one thing that i don't like is and it's you you really can't get away from this um but i don't like when you go to a place like um what's what's the 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 japanese chain or round one round one or any chain that uses the cards right oh yeah like i don't know the the conversion the points like this is this this turtles in time is 17 credits sounds great to me 42 credits gita dora (laughs) has 121 round one points i guess that sounds good (laughs) I know it's it's convenient though because you don't have to pump quarters or mm-hmm. tokens into the machine. So mm-hmm. the the card you're gonna pay more because it is right. more convenient. And some places charge for the card too, which seems like highway robbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I guess my biggest snafu or 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 boogabug uh-huh. yeah. would be if I go to an ar- <laughs> if I go to an arcade and there's either no rhythm games or no pinball. Oh, okay, yeah. It's okay if you didn't want to do one of them. Like, if you don't have any rhythm games, mm-hmm. at least have some pinball games. Sure. Right? The ultimate yeah, rhythm yeah. game. Or if you don't have any pinball games, at least have some pretty cool rhythm games. But if you have at none of those, one. at least one. If you have none, like no pinball and no it's rhythm It's all redemption. Games, well, is it an arcade okay, at there that we go. point? If it's, if it's all redemption, <laughs> Renee That's just nailed it. That's what mine was going to be. Because, this is yeah. now a casino for toddlers. Exactly. <laughs> it's And we know how expensive some of those redemption machines are. You know, mm-hmm. we, we walk into an arcade and it's it's mostly redemption. They didn't cheap out, yeah. right? They spent a lot of money. Well, it's like you walk into the the movie theater around the corner from my house here, and it's those huge arcade machines, a lot of redemption, and I'm like, yeah. this all just seems very pricey you for know, a local movie theater. They're, you're, they're spending seven, ten, twelve thousand dollars per machine. Yeah, you know how much is Giant Galaga or whatever that is, Space Invaders? Oh, that's got to be a ten thousand dollars machine, but it's wow. an awesome game. If sure. That one is cool. Yeah, I like that one. Even though. <laughs> I mean, there's a redemption mode, or you can just turn it into an arcade game. Some of those games have, like, redemption modes, and some of them don't. I didn't know that that one did. Yeah, you can turn that into a ticket game. That's oh. a, it's also the giant Pac-Man you can turn into a ticket, ticket I game. I guess that does work, because you can definitely put, like, a timer on Galaga yeah. to where it just gets too freaking hard, sure. and you die. <laughs> yeah. So, just like Jurassic Park or Terminator. <laughs> yeah, any, in case you didn't know, any modern, like, uh, light gun game... It's basically just timed. Yeah. You know, the, the operator can say, like, your game will end after 90 seconds, or that, your, your game will end after four minutes. That blew my mind when I first started Gameware, and you, You're like, peeled the curtain, the curtain back. Yeah. yeah. Wizard of Oz of over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But, I mean, that's just how, I guess, modern, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. How do you feel, you know, obviously not a fan of this card swipes, you know, inserting a coin. There's still just something... There, oh, going tangible, in, yeah. Going into this mm-hmm. place and it being free play—that's like, even better. 
right? It, no cards. I think and no... overall, yes, but I, you know, there's still some like problems where it's hard. I wish there was like a reset button on the arcade cabinet, right? So we went to go play like six player X Men. Yeah, we were just on the mm-hmm. last level because like I don't know, uh, Cyclops had 184 lives queued up. Someone just mashed the button a bunch, oh. and we couldn't go. Like, oh, I want to start at the beginning. Well, no, and I okay, well we'll just die. Well, no, I have 184 <laughs> lives, so it's like uh, technically, if you snuck behind the machine, you could have just oh unplugged yeah. it and plugged it back in. Because there's a couple games we went up to where it's like, oh, someone just left in the middle of this, and like, okay, I can't, I don't want to just jump in. Mm. And by that point, it was all starting to get really crowded, so it was hard to just like get on a machine. Like, I want to go back to like one of these places on like a Tuesday afternoon, right? Yeah, and, like I am perfect. the king. Yeah. I'm the only one here. This is awesome. That's what I think, too. Like, I can't imagine going on a Saturday for, like, with all the children there. But, like, we went on a Friday night to the one in Dallas months ago. And it was just a bunch of drunk people, (laughs) like, making out on the arcade machine. We got there, like, I don't know, like, midnight. We got there at midnight. It was really late. People were very drunk. Well, I was also curious how the vibe was at that place after they kicked the kids out. Because I heard like it's like after six or after eight or something, it's twenty-one plus. So like I want I didn't know if it got less crowded, more crowded, more rowdy, less rowdy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you know, Barcadia vibes. Oh, like uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, that. Okay. But it was still fun. I mean, the a lot of them weren't playing the pinball games. At least they yeah. were just making out on like the fighting games and the air hockey tables. <laughs> and the, so you should walk up to one of them and be like, "Hey, I'll play for this machine." <laughs> And the the waits to play pinball uh, in the afternoon crowd it was pretty they were pretty like there was mm-hmm. there were kids playing pinball machines they were That's like they so were cool. all kids yeah. playing occupied pinball. and I'm like standing behind some kid playing a game that I wanted to play and you know there's I, it, I wasn't gonna kick him off the machine because I'm not a, a psychopath but <laughs> the, the, that, I think a lot of younger people definitely don't have the etiquette of like I've played a game I'm gonna let the person standing behind me yeah yeah so yeah. at that point I just kind of walked and did something else not a big deal that's a like mm-hmm. tough thing like a large like a large venue like that with the free to play it's like y'all y'all need to learn how to take turns and it's but fine, this kid's like eight yeah. so I can't be like all right kid yeah thirty years old get off my machine <laughs> <laughs> there, there's plenty of other things to to try out so yeah. It's, you know, I, I didn't get to try every pinball machine that mm-hmm. I wanted to, and oh. two of them were down. Like I really wanted to play what? Stranger Things. Stranger Things was cool looking. It was just down. I, I still haven't played that oh. table yet. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Now it's very timely. Stranger yeah. Things is back. Str- yeah, we. I'm, I think I've watched one episode. Of that. I, I need, need to watch, to watch that, show. that show. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. This, the um. So there's these new. Uh, this is nothing to do with Stranger Things, but the Stern pinball machines. This is the, the company that's making all these newer. Mm-hmm. Most of them, at least. Um, they have this program called Stern Insider Connected, yeah. and it's free to sign up for. And you, you basically scan the code on the pinball machine, and then you unlock achievements through their app as you play oh, through the game. Cool. That's neat. So not all of their machines were updated with the app, but that's a really cool feature, and it's a really neat way to encourage um, fans of yeah. pinball machines to like actively look out, like look out for those machines to try to unlock those achievements. Plus, you can like track all those high scores, obviously. Yeah. Across the country or the and world, they, and they can run tournaments through the app. You know, really you can even get the upgrade kit for a home use. Ah, so you can really master your t- TMNT score. Ha- however, <laughs> uh, there is a caveat: if you if you play a game through a home machine, it's the achievements are unverified. Oh, okay. yeah, I guess you could because like, you could take play, the glass yeah, off and you know you could take uh-huh. the glass off. And you mm-hmm. could just, I'm I mean, that makes sense unless yeah. you're going to get like Walter Day or something to come to your house and like watch you play. That's the only way. Yeah, he's got. He has to. He has to log in with his app too <laughs> to do it. Um. So yeah, Houston was a lot of fun. That was a couple weeks and weekends ago. Yeah, Renee, you were in the Bay Area. 
I was, past, yeah. Fanime, you said? Yeah, for Fanime. How was that? Is that your first time out there? It was, yeah. I've been to San Fran before, and obviously Los Angeles a bunch of times. I've been to San Diego, but um, yeah, San Jose is a city I'd never been to. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the vibes. Like, it felt, at least where I was, and I don't want to, like, misrepresent the city where I was, but to me, it felt like... Um, it definitely had like San Fran vibes, but maybe just like a bit cleaner. And it mm-hmm. was also had LA vibes a bit just because of, you know, all the industry and such, but it was like much more condensed, but in a sure. good way, like the city itself felt very like nicely laid out, okay. like nicely planned. I don't know. Anyway, like someone actually thought ahead instead of just like, I don't know, let's build yeah, these streets yeah. and 10 years later we'll connect them and they all have different names. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> San Jose was really cool, though, and Fanime was fun. Um, I helped one of my very best friends sell at her artist alley table. Nice. Um, And, yeah, like, the cosplay there was great. It felt – so the convention itself, because it had a bit of an L.A. vibe to the area itself, it reminded me of Anime Expo. So okay. you've been to Anime Expo. I have. Um, But, you know, Anime Expo is so huge and spread out, like, sprawling across that convention center, and it's hot. AF, but Fanime felt like AX except more condensed. Like, um, my favorite part of AX is uh, whenever the dealer's room lets out and the artist alley lets out, everyone kind of congregates in that area mm-hmm. um, right there. All the cosplayers and just like it's just a really cool place to like network and meet people. And that that's my favorite part of AX. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. And Fanime does something very similar, whereas whenever the dealer's room and artist alley close, Everyone kind of congregates in this outdoor area, and that's where all, like, the people selling, like, the hot dogs and stuff are, Mm -hmm. and there's just, like, I don't know, just this really nice, um, like, concrete, like, stair area, and people are just out there hanging out and, like, taking photos, and it just, it felt very wholesome and good, and I liked Fanime. That's awesome. Especially, like, you know, the past couple years of not getting to do much, being cooped up. I'm sure it was nice to, like, be back in, you know, your element, being around people who share those same interests as you. Like, I've almost forgot about, like, oh, yeah, there's a world outside my house. (laughs) There are people who like the other things I like that aren't y'all as much as I love y'all. You know, it's like, oh, wow, so many people, I forgot, have, like, this shared interest, right? It's so nice to just have a little five 10-minute conversation about something that you love. Like, mm-hmm. I cosplayed from Genshin Impact um, Saturday, and so many people came up to me, and we took photos, mm-hmm. and then they would, like, talk to me about, like, oh, yeah, I use your character in my team, and this is how I use them. I use them with these characters, and we got to go back and forth about that. I love that connection. Like, it's the best to mm-hmm. just have a quick little connection with someone. Maybe we follow each other on Instagram later. Like, that's, like, that's it. I love, that's my favorite part of cons. It's oh, yeah, that's- great, just connecting with other people. <laughs> Um, but Fanime also, so speaking of like the pandemic and stuff, um, Fanime was incredibly strict on like people who could come into that con mm. and also about keeping your mask on at all times. You had to have a mask oh, on. Oh, wow. So they're still enforcing that mm-hmm. in the convention center. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like everyone had to have a mask on. There were always staff to politely, very nicely tell you to please keep it on. And I think, I mean, most people, it seemed like abided by that rule. Um, even to like just get uh, your pass, you had to be vaccinated, like mm, in order mm-hmm. to enter the building, and um, in order to, I guess, like cut down on people just like buying those fake vax cards, <laughs> which I guess is a problem in California and everywhere, really. Um, I had to like verify my identity through the Clear app, like you know, Clear there in airports. Um, so there's an app where you can like for conventions and stuff, not just anime cons, but you know, any sort of event, 
um, you can like make someone verify their identity along with their vaccination status. And so like in order to get in, I had to get a wristband and like show my clear like app and like show I was who I was. And then I got the wristband and then I was able to get my pass. So like they were super strict on it, but that made me feel really safe. Sure. So, um, and then also anytime someone like reported to like, you know, test positive for COVID, they would let people know. Um, it also helped that my friend like was a part of staff. She does artwork for Fanime. She does mm-hmm. like um, stuff for their booklets and like online and just like promotional artwork. So she was in the know of like, oh yeah, by the way, someone, you know, at this part of staff tested positive. So, you know, just like, just to keep it in mind. So I don't know. It was, it was a really good experience. Like I said, everyone was very friendly and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just love California. Sure. No, exactly. (laughs) Maybe I'm a little biased. (laughs) No, it's funny hearing about your experience with that. Cause I made the comment after we left Cider Arcade. I'm like, if I didn't get COVID from this, like I think because you know, so many people, no mass, everyone just, Playing. You see hands playing mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. and A lot of open mouth kissing at Satterkade. <laughs> yep. Complete strangers. Yep, yep, yep. Strangest thing. But <laughs> I mean, how many airplanes and, and airports and concerts and festivals? I, I think, I feel like you and I specifically, Renee, have like thrown our bodies to <laughs> this past we 60 days. We kind of have. <laughs> and not, I mean, in the past, really since October. Oh, know? sure. Yeah. Um, but somehow, and we, we test, you yeah. know. Somehow we just have not vaccinated. Yeah. Take your precautions. It sounds like. I, well, yeah. that's the thing. We're not taking precautions for the most part. <laughs> I like. I'm, we could be more careful. Yeah, we could. We could not go to festivals. Sure. Not go to. But hey, you, you gotta live. Yes. It's amazing what uh, the vaccine can do, and being a little careful, just a little bit more. Careful. Yeah, just a little, a little bit. bit more yeah. careful a can bit. do. I was cool. walking around with my hand sanitizers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I had my my little. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You gave me a little bump. Yep. It's nice. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah overall sounds like fan of May. oh my gosh it was so That's much great. fun so we're really excited for Akon um, and I mean ugh, there's so many Genshin cosplayers Genshin is <laughs> is that it is that like you go to Artist Alley and it's like it's no longer it's Persona Genshin. it's Genshin Impact and I guess before that it was Fire Emblem Three Houses like that mm. was a very popular one for fan art at conventions was Fire Emblem Three Houses but now it's a little bit less Fire Emblem it's a lot of Genshin Impact and a, a lot of Demon Slayer as well I was about to say like that seems to be like everywhere yeah yeah like some of the huge. shops we went to in Houston just demons like it was all Demon Slayer yeah it's that's crazy mm-hmm. it's very popular it's very good I mean it's, it's I got worth the whole watch. I got the whole manga for a hundred bucks off Amazon you did so yeah. Yo! Nice. I have a little reading nook in my uh, home office now in the mm-hmm. back, so I like to uh, sit in my little chair and read back there sometimes. Well, let me know what you think of it because yeah. it's such a good series. We start. We watched the first, I don't know, like 10 episodes, mm-hmm. 12 episodes, and I really liked it. The animation, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what gets me. A lot of these more like modern animes is like mm-hmm. the animation over anything else. Like if it looks cool, yeah. I'll watch it. Like that's what got me on Attack on Titan nine yeah. years ago. <laughs> like it looks cool, right? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Anime, this is not an anime podcast, but no, we do not. like to talk about <laughs> Japanese video games, and are you ready for this? Oh? I know it sounds like, you know, your Genshin Impact costume on point, but I also yeah. saw you dressed up like... Volo! From Pokemon Legends Arceus! Yes, I did! And I've been playing a lot of Oh, that yo, that's awesome! Um, so how far are you now? I just finished, I don't know, I got my third stamp, my little book. Okay. Uh, so I just got to the fourth area, or I'm about to go to the fourth area. Mm-hmm. I was really close to getting another star. So I think I was, I've been like grinding my Pokedex to get that last, the, the next star. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, it's 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 been a lot of fun still. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
Genshin Impact, playing, starting Genshin Impact a couple weeks ago after, you know, us talking about that uh, made me feel guilty for not finishing some of the other bigger games I had started. So yeah. I paused Genshin Impact for now and went back to Pokemon Legends because, yeah, it, it, it just, it really hit. It's hitting finally. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the hook. I understand what I need to be working on. I understand how to make the meters go up. And, yeah, it, it's still, it's a really fun tech demo. It's a really fun overall experience that like i want to continue going through but there are still times i think we talked about this when we came back a couple episodes ago that the pacing's still still a little off like it's yeah. still like i want to play a lot then i'd put it down for two days and then mm-hmm. like all i do on the next day i come back and i, I like played a lot so um i want to finish it but I'm in, the, I'm in that i'm in the uh the trough right now like peaks and troughs i mean like yeah. i haven't played it since what's today wednesday i haven't played it since sunday Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't played it this week at all. So I think the next area that you get to, it seems like to me at least, they definitely withhold like the best of the stuff to the back half of the game. Sure. At least my favorite regions, I think, were the last two. There's, I think the fourth region is maybe a beachy region. Have you been there yet? Yes, I just did that. Where you quell the Arcanine? Oh, yes. yes. Okay, I did, okay, I think you could pick. So I think I went to that one first. Because now I'm in like a rainy mm-hmm. rainforest area or something. The rainy rainforest In like the middle area. of the map. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember too much about that one. I think after that, there's only one more area, yeah. though. Yeah, there are five stamps in my when I save the game, and I have three yeah. of them. So mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I, I see, yeah, I see the hook now is, like, go to the new area, get the Pokemon, quell the whatever things, pitch in a fit. Repeat, and then, repeat, yeah. yeah, repeat, mm-hmm. rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still really enjoying it. And uh, have you been playing it? I actually did, yeah. I decided on my on my plane ride um, that I wanted to pick it back up a little bit because I was at the very very end. Okay. Um, and I knew I know some spoilers that happen, so I was like, well, I I want to get through this Mm -hmm. so that if someone like comes up to me and talks to me about this game, (laughs) I like know what's up, know exactly what leads to that. Mm -hmm. But um, surprisingly. This isn't a huge spoiler. I don't think that you'll be disappointed to know this information specifically, but it seems like there's kind of two endings. Okay. Um, so I I got one ending, and I saw the credits roll and stuff, and then it's like, let's go back out there and do more. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is where the true ending is going to come from. So it's kind of interesting. I'm not sure what this specifically like the last part of the game is going to have in store for me mm-hmm. but i'm really excited to get to like what i know sure so. i feel like right now i've had my same team for a while mm-hmm. and like i don't know part of part of me like usually with pokemon games i get my team and i just run with it yeah that's but what i feel I like, like with this one i've been wanting to like i don't know these guys are fine but like i want to experience new ones but i yeah. haven't found anything that i'm catching that i can like replace with right mm-hmm. it's like okay i have these types covered so if I replace this guy, I also need to replace like this guy because they kind of go together. So I haven't really found other ones to add, or I see like they're there. Do you? When do I get to catch like the newer ones, like of the like the bosses I've quelled? Like I know they're not making these new Pokemon just to like you fight them and that's it. Like I have to be able to catch these things, right? Like Cleavor or mm. Fancy Poofy Arcanine, you know? Like yeah, um. I guess eventually you'll get to it. Some of those I haven't seen at all. Oh, like really? Cleave or I don't think I have caught one yet. But um, I do have an Arcanine, okay. like, personally. Because so, I looked yeah. that up in, like, Fire Rock is an interesting combo. You don't see that very mm-hmm. often. You yeah, a few of them. So yeah. I'm like, I want to do that. But then I have to take out my Rapidash, 
and yeah. my graveler and then figure out how to replace something, find something else I can go with ground, you know, so I can keep all my types covered. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think Arcanine specifically, you can find Growliths if you're at that beachy area mm -hmm. and you like quelled the Arcanine that was there. There's like a, um, like a mountain peak almost like uh, that was kind of like a slanted, like very, do you remember that? Yes. Okay. If you go to like the very like peak of that part, there should be some oh. Growliths there, but I think that they're like scared. Oh, so you have like, to... Yes, yeah, so you have to sneak up on them. Do... Is it... Should I be going back to revisit some of the original areas after I've leveled up? Like, do other areas unlock if I get higher levels? Or, like, were there Pokemon I sh couldn't have caught that now I can go back and catch? Does that make sense? Mm. Or am I pretty much like, alright, I'm done with that first area unless I need to go, like, grind out some apricorns or something? I guess I haven't really noticed it. I have gone back to other areas, but maybe that was just because it's, like, distortion in that area mm. so uh grinding in like distortion areas is really good because everything's like higher level so i remember the game teaching me about those mm -hmm. but i don't remember anything about them oh can you remind me yes, like yes, what yes. exactly those are so sometimes you'll be in a region and um no matter where the distortion is happening and you're just if you're just exploring the region it'll come up with a little thing it'll say I remember this saying is that. a distortion happening in this area so if you look on the map, you'll actually see like where it's going to be happening. Mm -hmm. So it gives you a little bit of time to run over there or, you know, use dash over there as fast as you possibly can. Sure. Or go heal and you'll you'll still definitely have time to like go heal if you need to and then make your way over there. Um and then when the distortion happens, it looks kinda like a purple, like semicircle, like a little mm -hmm. bubble over that area, and you'll go in there and it'll look like a stormy sky, kind of like a dark sky. And crazy pokemon will pop up like oh okay pokemon that have moves that like different move sets and um like i don't know like bigger pokemon and just stronger pokemon and things like that like you can run into every evolution in the distortion areas oh okay so so mm -hmm. just kind of catching things out of that area's kind of habitat or yeah yeah. yeah it's pretty neat okay um Obviously, have y'all watched the Scarlet and Violet trailer that dropped yesterday? I didn't watch it, but I like read about it. How, you, obviously, you know, they, they some quality of life changes came with this game, and mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just part of like the streamlining of we don't need to do this like full blown thing. Like for example, you you don't have to go to the like the move deleter anymore. Like once you know a move, you can go swap them out. I love that. You know, whatever, or you can just go to the lady and she'll just teach your Pokemon whatever move if you pay her. Mm -hmm. Are those things you would like to see move into the main game since the main game's kind of taking this um, um, like free roaming third person throw the ball at the Pokemon route that Legends did? Or is that just kind of part of like the we're not trading things so there's literally an item called a link cable because we have to and we're kind of just like brushing this aside for this kind of game? Or do you hope they incorporate some of those quality of life changes into like the main series in Scarlet and Violet are going forward? I would love that. I had so the reason I didn't really play Sword and Shield is because it seemed like they did make a lot of quality of life, quote unquote, changes to these games, but they just made them so much easier and I feel like it has changed so much, you know, and everything it should evolve, mm -hmm. you know, from what it was into what it is now, but it just it didn't really appeal to me, so I never played Sword and Shield, but I think um, this quality of life change specifically about the moves, I love it. Like, mm -hmm. I would be so down for that. But I don't want my Pokemon game to be as handholdy anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are just certain things that they change that I'm like, meh. Like, I love my... I, I love my gyms. And yeah. I love my Elite Four 
So taking them away from me, I was like, those were the things I really liked. I liked those little characters. If anything, I wanted more of that. Uh, I would have wanted more of like getting to know the gym leader before, you know, fighting them and things like that, that I feel like, um, like third gen really started doing. Um, and then, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I really hope that they take a lot from Pokemon Legends Arceus and put it into this new game because, this this new game looks cute, and I like that they showed us the professors. The professors look cool, um, and some of the new Pokemon mm-hmm. they all look cute. The one that looks like a little olive, and there's one that's literally called like Chonk or something, yeah. right? Lechonk. Lechonk. That's great. That's so perfect. Like normally I wouldn't pick a Pokemon like that because it looks like a pig. I'm not as into the pig Pokemon, <laughs> but I think I would pick that Pokemon just because of its name, Lechonk. It's so cute. I wonder, it was, I watched the trailer, it was about three minutes long. The art style, like the character art style, it it, it seems like they, it's a different look and feel than the past few Pokemon games that have come out. Even like Legends, it looks a little more mature. Like the the characters look older. It looks like a different type of art style than like the kitty, cartoony, big eyed characters Mm -hmm. like we saw in Sword and Shield or even in Legends. Um... And Pokemon's always weird, right? Because they keep announcing every time a new Pokemon generation comes out, it's the best-selling one ever. Yeah. And it's like, but it's so bad. You know, they're doing this and whatever. But, you know, there's always new 10-year-olds. Exactly. They can play yeah. this game. And then us old fucks are still <laughs> playing this. So, it, you know, trying to, I guess, it seems like lately I've been trying to appeal to that younger, newer audience, right? Mm-hmm. Then Legends comes out, and that game's still kicking my ass. Yeah, and it's still it's so tough. new, and it seems obviously more geared towards us who have been playing this game for 20, 25 yeah, years yeah. and putting a little twist on things, which is why I'm really excited if we can if they can merge this correctly with Scarlet and Violet. It'd be like, I feel like making up for the past two or three years of these kind of like half games almost, where they're like yeah. trying to try these experiment with different things to hopefully culminate onto this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, even Sun and Moon felt like such tiny games. Yeah. Like, comparatively, comparatively to 6th gen, comparatively, comparatively definitely to 5th gen, which had so much content. Mm-hmm. Um, both, so, both Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield felt like they got through three quarters of the game and then ran out of time. Yeah. Like, the 7th and 8th gem in Sword and Shield were pretty small and rushed, and I remember getting to that last island in Sun and Moon, and it's like, there's nothing here. Yeah, there was nothing they there. They leave a comment in the game, like, oh yeah, we we haven't finished building this area. This is, like, they literally said that. <laughs> I know, it's, uh, I didn't play, like, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I was told, right. like, those are... better. Yeah, well, I was actually told that they were, like, it's more lame. <laughs> oh, I heard <laughs> they finally lame, finished that 4th Island in the Ultras one, Oh, so I don't know. yeah, I don't know, I would... I don't know if I'll ever go back and play those games, no. um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I love Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think it's a step in the right direction um, from someone who's been very disappointed in Pokemon. Like, even since, honestly, like, uh, Gen 6, I wasn't super impressed by. Okay, hold um, on. <laughs> well, okay, here's, fight for X here, is, here is my problem with those games specifically. Um Fifth Gen's my favorite, because sure. I'm one of those bitches that is, like, <laughs> staunch fifth gen. Uh, one of my favorite parts about 5th Gen and about Pokemon in general were the sprites. And I mm. feel like they put a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort into making these moving sprites. Yeah. And I just, I loved the dynamic way that the screen would move and it would feel like you're in a Pokemon battle, even though it's, they did such tiny little improvements and things. And then they were like, okay, for 6th Gen, we're going all 3D. And I was like, wait, but you spent so much time mm. on that other thing. Sure, and you okay. did so much work on that. 
to improve it that we're going to 3D now. Okay. Um, but I, I do. I like that. those games. Yeah. I like the story. Um, I like the Pokemon. Um, but then it was like it was just slightly disappointing, and then Sun and Moon was extremely disappointing, mm -hmm. and then to where Sword and Shield was just like even more disappointing. So, but I feel bad talking shit about Pokemon because I do uh, no. still enjoy it, and I still have a heart for it. Absolutely, and I think you know Sun and Moon wavered. I think Sword and Shield gets a little more flack than it deserves, but I understand. Yeah. You know, some of the some of the things I've heard, I, I get. That's why I'm hoping, like, maybe my I'm setting myself up for disappointment but uh, you know i'm trying not to go with expectations too high for scarlet and violet but like yeah, yeah. the hype is definitely back it's definitely there coming mm -hmm. after this and which leads me to the next question which I, you kind of already answered so i think i already know your answer um after scarlet and violet right mm -hmm. they seem to be on this thing like they've done gen one two three four makes we just got mm -hmm. you know shining diamond and whatever pearl after scarlet and violet if they stay on this like legends gameplay we'll call it right yeah do you want them to remake Gen 5 in that style or re-remake Gen 1 in that style? Re-remake Gen 1. Whoa, okay. I don't want them to touch Gen 5. Yeah. Honestly, I want to keep that experience like as pure. Because it's up next on yeah, like, the remake I train. I know. And with, okay, so with the Gen 3 and Gen 4 remakes, um, Gen 3 I really enjoyed. And I, I like Gen 4 as well. Um, but Gen 3, just, like, getting to the area where the Battle Frontier was, mm -hmm. and, like, they they literally made a spot for it, this and it said, like, there's nothing here. There's, like, a sign that says, like, under construction or something. <laughs> Such bullshit. Sure. Such, don't even put it there. But, don't Renee, the me. underground. Oh, wait, no, that was Gen 4. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're talking about Gen 4. Yeah, yeah. Um. I was so upset by that because I love post-game content in mm. Pokemon. I think it's so much fun. I'm not a shiny hunter like a lot of people are because I think they've taken away so much post-game content that that's all that people have to do. Yeah. And whenever I see people that are like shiny hunters and they're still so into Pokemon and all they're doing is shiny hunting, I'm like, they used to give us content to do and now you've been <laughs> reduced to this? That's all you do now is shiny hunt? I just – I don't get the appeal of that. Sure. I want to do like – fun different interesting battles that's what i want at mm -hmm. least but um yeah i and i i did while i did like the fourth gen remake i do agree with people that the style like the cutesy style isn't great like I, the little tv like yeah i liked it like oh this is cute in the trailer but by the time the end of it, it's like okay yeah while mm. i was playing it i was like wait i actually don't like this <laughs> um but uh, actually in the battles, like having those 3D models, it kind of reminded me of the first time I played Final Fantasy VII mm. and that we had those like stupid fucking polygons moving around that so <laughs> many people are, you know, very nostalgic for and that's fine. And then you get into the battle sequences and, and they look great. I'm like, wait, I want that on the Always. overworld map yeah. though. Come on. <laughs> like, why can't I have that? And then I guess 8 kind of gave that to us. So sure. whatever. But um, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, re 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 remake gen one again don't touch my gen five i want to keep that experience as pure and as perfect as possible in my little tiny brain thank you they're gonna call it pokemon white light and pokemon black knight get ready for it yeah that about right. <laughs> really good actually yeah, yeah. let's write that down i'm gonna mail it to myself uh, yeah get the trademark going steven man what you been playing let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> obviously Morbius fever has swept the nation. Okay, <laughs> everyone is obsessed with vampires. The and number all things, one movie in the multiverse. All things, yeah, it's 
so there's no Morbius game, but I, I think everything I've been doing in the past week or two has sort of involved vampiric qualities <laughs> or blood, blood sucking, blood sapping, health sapping, blood vampires. So it, it's, I'm basically projecting my love, my eternal love for my never dying eternal love for Morbius into the games that I enjoy, um, mostly Elden Ring, but also other games that literally have vampire in the title. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Elden Ring, and I don't have anyone here. I mean, Renee's been watching me play. Um, I watched you become Darth Maul. That was really cool. I, I am now, I'm, I am vampire Darth Maul in the in-game content of Elden Ring. I, in that you have a spiky head, a double-sided sword, or you got cut in half and fell down a pit. No, well, yeah, that last part, a whole <laughs> bunch. Um, so I'm like dual, I'm, I am now a glass cannon in this game. Oh. I'm dual, I don't have a shield anymore. I'm going to have one. All offense, baby. Yeah, so I'm I'm holding like two, uh, like dual pointed spear type. What what was what what is that? What I don't know what kind of weapon what is that weapon? technically is. It's the spear on both ends. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's a sword on both ends. On a pole arm. Yeah, it's a pole deal. arm. It's mm-hmm. a dual bladed pole arm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sapping uh, magic and health away from things that I kill, much like Morbius, Doctor Michael Morbius would do. <laughs> Because he's a vampire. And I'm also flipping around like an insane Darth Maul. I'm like jumping into a, a sea of enemies, mm-hmm. just twirling my, my weapons of, of torture and pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just dying over and over again because because that's what you do in these games, You're a right? Menace. It's it's really a ins- phantom menace. <laughs> I'm also silent. I found some armor that makes me completely silent. So I'm nice. walking I'm running around, I'm I'm jumping around. No one here. Jump around. No one can hear me at jump all. Jump up, jump up, and get That's down. what I do. Everybody jump. <laughs> I'm just jump. jumping, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. I, I, so in this game, I'm like 150 hours in Elden Ring. I have traversed swamps that are poisonous, um, castles that are poisonous, uh, you know, prairies and mountains that are poisonous, and and now I'm in a tree that's poisonous. <laughs> in a tree? I'm like inside of a tree or around this tree, and the the, the worst part of this game has consistently been the the scarlet rot effect, and I've now found like the source of the scarlet rot. Basically, okay. this the the hardest enemy in the hardest area of the game. Well, maybe the hardest area, but definitely the hardest boss fight. I've not even gotten to this boss yet. But she she is the purpose she is the cause of of the nuclear ascension of the scarlet rot. She literally like nuked an entire area of this game with this entire status effect. Like so, there's like an if you walk on it, it hurts you. Oh yeah, but more so. Like uh-huh. you know, po- a poisonous fog or a poisonous yeah. swamp would hurt you if you hang around with it. But the scarlet rot seems to immediately just once you're blighted mm-hmm. by it, mm-hmm. like your health just vanishes. I wonder like. It's an interesting mechanic because Horizon Forbidden West has like a similar thing where there's that like corruption that's taking over. Is that just... new to Horizon? Was that in the first game? No, I don't think I would like that in Horizon. I don't at all. I don't. The more so, I like. I, do I even know? Do we own Horizon Zero West? Return to West? I don't think Return. we. Bible goes west. I don't know. <laughs> the more I play Elden Ring. Because these games came out two weeks apart from each other. It is. The more I play Elden Ring, it's like the less I don't think I ever want to play Forbidden Horizon West. Horizon is yeah. really bad about releasing next to another large open world release. Because when yeah. uh, Zero Dawn came out, Breath, uh, of, the Breath of the Wild came out like two weeks oh, later. Oh, yeah. And everyone, like, I didn't play Horizon until like the next year and I restarted it. Mm. And yeah, now Forbidden West, yeah. I think if I really did enjoy playing Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn, 
no earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Like before. Yeah, you're playing catch up. In the I wa- <laughs> so I think if I'm gonna play um, Forbidden West, I think I just need to wait a few years. You do because yeah. I I fall on prey to that a couple times where a yeah. sequel's coming out and I try to rush the original to like beat yeah. it, and then the sequel comes out and I play it for a little bit and I'm like, man, I'm burnt out of this game now. Yeah. And I think Horizon was like that because I didn't beat the first one until like the second one came out. And there's a ton of quality of life things from what I understand that just are not in for- Forbidden West things like an animation to pick up an item. Yeah. And maybe you could turn that off, but mm. not having to like sit through an animation to pick up an item in, in Elden Ring. Oh yeah. That's kind of a big deal, right? You because just run over and just get there's so much crap I'm picking up off the ground. I would like to mm-hmm. see a visual representation of all the shit I've picked up off mm-hmm. the ground in Elden Ring. But if I had to sit through an animation to wait mm-hmm. for that. That's uh, annoying. Yeah. That I didn't work. even think about that. I so maybe I think Horizon now I think they added that like later. Sony's very good about adding a bunch of accessibility like yeah, features and absolutely. weird options to turn on and off there. I would I might need to load that up and see because I haven't played that game in like two months. How long is the first game? Because I you played it a lot. Beat it in like thirty hours. If oh, you, really? If you, I think if you mainline it, you can probably do like twenty five. Yeah. Like if you only do the story missions and just get through it. But I did a lot, and I didn't explore. Like I didn't explore like I'm go- exploring Ghost of Tsushima, which I don't think I'll mm-hmm. ever finish because I just keep exploring and doing things mm-hmm. but i probably spent 40 to 50 hours mm-hmm. i did some side stuff but i towards the end i just started mainlining wow well it, i've not only been playing elden ring whoa um steven you played another game i played a couple more games the um continuing this vampire theme and that was a real stretch for me to to I feel like the things I've been doing in Elden Ring have been kind of vampiric, but um, the past few weeks, uh, a game has exploded in popularity on Steam that's basically like a vampire version of Valheim, Okay. which if you're not familiar with Valheim, it's like a resource. Is that the Viking one? Yeah, so it's like you're you're basically just trying to survive like the Viking world that rust. you're in. Yeah, okay. so you're, you're having to like find shit, and I don't know. I've never played Valheim, so I can't speak to it, but I understand that you have to maybe build shelter. And go forage, and you have to eat, and you have to survive. You have to drink things like mm-hmm. things that you do in Rust. Yeah, survivor. That's basically all you're doing. Yeah. So, um, is it, what what is what are, vampire v, v v rising right v v rising is that the name of this game? Because I barely I played it just a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> it sold 1.5 million copies. Jeez, have I not heard of this in the just the past oh, few yeah. weeks? V, v rising. rising. So it is a survival game, but you are a, you're literally a vampire, and you you have to it's it's isometric diablo style rep, like visual representation and mm-hmm. combat so you're going it looks like it looks like diablo i have a question oh. yeah okay so it's a survival game yep don't vampires just need to not get in the sun there's sun and, like, in the drink s- blood yes. and survive and that's it and so the the i've played maybe an hour of this uh uh-huh. so the first thing that i forgot to do was get blood <laughs> Oh, I no. forgot that you've got to get because you're a vampire. You're, that, yeah. that's how they survive. So I'm clicking and I'm pointing and clicking because it's you know it's Diablo basically, and I get to this point in the game where it's like oh wait a shit my my health is why is my health going down oh, right no. I'm nothing's attacking me and then I remember I'm a vampire <laughs> I gotta find blood <laughs> I couldn't find any blood I found like things that are made of rocks. Well, There's what's no attacking blood. you? Things that are attacking you should have blood, right? Not these rock golems. Oh, As no. you know, you can't don't have get blood. blood from a stone. <laughs> you can try. So I just I died. And okay. So this this game is massively well not massively, mm-hmm. but it's online. You you join a PVE server or a okay. PvP server, or, and there are a bunch of vampires running around. Yeah. 
That's all we do, baby. <laughs> we, we survive. We try to. I think the most interesting thing from what I'm looking at here is, is the isometric um you know camera and play style because usually like games like rust or uh, yeah they're all like behind the back yeah it's all like maybe first person person. yeah yeah yeah. so that's an interesting take but it plays like diablo yeah you know and you if you don't want to play online you can create your own server and you can create your own rule set you can make the game however easy or difficult as you want um is the camera set you so you can free move the camera okay but you can't pull it so far down mm-hmm. to where it's it's like a like third a third person. person game. Yeah, you can pull it down, but it's not going to show you as much of the screen that's ahead of you. You can still yeah. only see maybe twenty five meters around your character. Okay, you can pull the camera up. You can pull it really close to where you're bigger on the screen. That's going to impact uh, the way the game performs. So when you play multiplayer, is it like you join someone else's world, or you, you know, you said, yeah. Join someone's world. Yeah, okay. you can make your own server, and people can okay. join your server. You could do, like I said, you could do PVE only or PvP. Nice. I did not delve into PvP. Um, Smart, probably. It's, it's really fun, and it's cheap. I think it was like twenty dollars, maybe thirty. And there's, I don't know. It's in early access right now. Ah. Um, I think it's yeah, it's definitely in early access. So you, there's, there's like some. You could pay more to get more items. I mean, that's gotcha. just the way these things work. But. Sure. I really enjoyed it, and I don't really play uh, any online ever. But I, since it was a PVE server that I joined, I feel like I didn't really have to, you know, do anything other than die, which I did pretty quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't do a very good job surviving. No, that's the point I, of the because game. I forgot that I was a vampire. <laughs> the, the other game I've been playing, because uh, <laughs> you know we're, we're continuing this vampire theme, is vampire vampire survivors, <laughs> which I showed you guys. A little yeah. bit. Let me. I'm gonna go ahead and say that this game is also in early access. By the way, um, this is the best three dollars you will ever spend on Steam. <laughs> I don't. Even if you don't like any, you don't like video games at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know why I'm it's here. Three dollars. <laughs> That's nothing. And it kind of looks like Gauntlet, like from 1986. <laughs> like it's this overhead pixel. Yeah. There. And it's it's a roguelite. So you're you you know you're playing and you're gonna die pretty quickly and then you're gonna maybe take some of the money you earned and upgrade your abilities and you don't even there's no attack button so if you're not good at games you don't even have to do <laughs> just anything aim in the right direction <laughs> you just basically need WASD uh, mm-hmm. you know or a control pad and you just automatically attack the things that are coming at you and none of those things are ever vampires <laughs> as far as I understand it looks like bats. There's bats. There's also mummies. There's witches. But if you're a vampire, aren't bats your friends? Uh, it's my understanding there are no vampires in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not correct. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the actual final boss but is a vampire. I don't know. The, if the cover art has a vampire in the background. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Um, but you can pick a class and you can... You know, it, it feels... Are you sure your player character is not no, man, a vampire? No, man, you're hunting vampires. <laughs> but it's, you said it was called Vampire Survivors. Survivors. Yeah. Oh, because you, you survived the vampire, not... I don't know. Okay. There's a lot to learn. It's still early access. Maybe maybe they'll unlock a, a vampire class at some point. <laughs> or they'll add a vampire final boss. The, this game gets insane. Like, yeah. it starts off so slow. You guys watch me play this briefly. And it's like moving in a snail's pace and mm-hmm. there's just bats coming at you and you're every s- second or two you swing your whip and it something to the left or the right of you will die if it's in the 
I kept thinking web. you were dying, but it was like, no, level up. Yeah. So you're. It, it feels like a slot machine. <laughs> I just like if constantly there's things happening to you, like, oh, you just leveled up because you picked up twelve monies. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to pick one of three new abilities. Well, I love new abilities. I also, yep. And it's random, right? So maybe I'll get. Uh, I'm gonna have like a knife I can throw, or I'll have an axe I can throw, or a, or a potion. This is very Castlevania esque upgrades. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was playing it earlier today, and I got like 12 minutes into a game. At that point, I was throwing like eight axes at the same time and 12 knives. Oh, wow. And I unlocked it. Uh, unlocked it? I unlocked <laughs> the ability for my knives to go through like 12 enemies at once. So when you first have a knife, it goes in an enemy and it that's it stops. You know, it doesn't attack anything after that. But you just have like waves and clouds of enemies that are coming at you and you've got so many manic upgrades to your weapons. It feels mm-hmm. almost like Geometry Wars. Sure. Yeah. But it looks like an NES game. I mean when I first, you know, half joking, like this looks like I made a game with uh, zombies in it. Yeah, very much. Xbox Live Arcade twelve, thirteen like, years ago. A while ago. Jesus Christ. Um but this this game is rated ten out of ten on Steam. Whoa. You know, the banging. user reviews are glowing. Mm-hmm. IGN gave it a seven, which I don't, I don't think they really understand what's <laughs> what's going on in this game. But I highly recommend it. If and if you don't, three dollars. You're listening $3. to this podcast and you can't afford it. I will buy you a copy <laughs> of this game. Just message me on Twitter or something. It's really good. So though, I think that. There need to be more vampire games because this mm-hmm. is all I've been doing this week or the past two weeks. So it felt like, you know, in the mid to late aughts, vampires were the big craze because, like, yep. Twilight, Twilight, those was movies hot. are coming out. And then, you know, after everyone got tired of Twilight. And then, like, vampires were gone. Like, also well, True Blood? True Blood was gone. Yeah, True yep. Blood was possible. Just and gone. gone. Is this like the vampire? resurgence every 20 years or yeah. every, every 13 years i guess you know because when i was a kid it was um buffy. It, was, it was what was that no. hmm? buffy was yep buffy yeah that yeah. was 20 that was popular <laughs> at the time um and no there was lost boys and you yeah. had the uh, monster squad was popular. true mm-hmm. so i maybe this every 10 or 12 years um, yeah yeah it's true cause come back. late 90s early aughts buffy get those underworld movies yeah but that was more like 2002 yeah, so Underworld. late, late, not late, yeah. oh, yeah, early aughts. Yeah. I guess what, what we're discovering through our conversation right now <laughs> is that vampires are always popular and there's really no break in the... No, uh, it's, I think, you know, from like uh, 03 to whenever Twilight came out, oh, well, They never stopped making Underworld. Seven. They're on like the sixth one. Okay, well, they also never stopped making, like, I don't know, a lot of things. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Alpha and Omega movies. Yeah, they there's how many of those? Of those? There's like know. seven of them. Is that the, the dog? Yeah. You know how yeah. many Air Bud movies they made? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> You know how many Home Alone movies they made? Seven. I think it's six. Well, they probably make, they're making one right I think now. a new one came out last year. Actually. In college, I had a Home Alone 3 poster in my, my apartment. I saw Home Alone uh-huh. 3 at Segan Village. That, that came was... out in theaters? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I got the poster. Segan Village. No, I think I got Suncoast. it from Suncoast. <laughs> <laughs> the manager at the time was like, hey, Steven, you like shit. Do you <laughs> want this poster? Yes, I do. Well, Steven, I want to continue... Talking about your love of Morbius. Yeah, Mor- of Morbius. we're Morbin all summer. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mentioned how I haven't played Pokemon since, I think, Sunday. Because I've been consumed by a mobile game. Uh-oh. Mm. Which, yeah, I've become one of those persons. Um, I got into the closed beta of Marvel Snap. And this is from some of the developers. This that... is from some of the developers uh, that worked on Hearthstone. 
this is what you also love, which I also loved. Um, this is uh, developed by Second Dinner, who, yes, is a studio formed by former Hearthstone lead designer Ben Brode. Uh, he lay left the uh, the Hearthstone team four years ago, which is when, coincidentally, I quit playing the game because I went to shit after he left. Uh, and I knew they were making a Marvel card game, and I kind of forgot about it until right now. Because now it came out, and it's been consuming my life. Uh -oh. You've been playing this on iPad or your phone or uh, laptop? It's only on uh, – closed beta is only on Android. That's so I'm playing choice. on my phone. That's odd. Luckily, I have this large, gorgeous Pixel 6 Pro twin, phone twins. that you know looks really great playing this game. But – so yes. I mean it came in with Steam, right? It's a Marvel property, which – Adam loves right now, made by some of his, you know, the people who made Hearthstone, which was a card game I got obsessed with a lot. Um, and this came out swinging and 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 hit a lot of the high marks. Mm -hmm. I got into the closed beta, I think, last Wednesday, so it's been about a week, right? I played thirty hours. I was gonna say, does it Whoa. clock? Does it clock your time? It's been a lot. Yeah, uh, the first two nights I played for like four hours. Like, oh my god, I played like to like one a.m. It it was nuts. Um, because what, what's unique about this game is it's so fast. Like, mm -hmm. games are done in three minutes, and it's on to the next one, right? So mm -hmm. if you lose, it's like, okay, well, I, I lost, but it was only two minutes of my time. Who cares? Let's run it back. Mm -hmm. And when you win, it's like, ding, the, you know, I won. Mm -hmm. Let's play again. Yep. Uh, so and since the games are so fast, it's a lot of those, like, I keep winning, I keep winning, I keep winning, and we, they got the psychology uh -huh. down. But, you know, the way it works is it, it's, the game's only six turns, and you only have a 12-card deck. So unlike you know Hearthstone, which is a 30-card deck, and however many turns until someone loses or wins, or like Magic the Gathering, which is 60 cards, you know this is much smaller experience, but it, it's, it's one of those games that's really simple to like pick up, but there's so much depth in the strategy of it. Mm -hmm. Because the main there, there are three um, lanes, or three uh, locations on the board, and you have to win two of them. To win, right? You have to have more power than the other person on, for the card you play. But what's cool is each location has a, a unique property, and that changes every game. So even though you have a really small deck size, the game is very dynamic because your deck might work really well with these amount of locations, but if you get a draw where you get in these locations, you have to like work around it. Mm -hmm. And what's even more interesting is they only reveal the first location on turn one, and then on turn two they reveal the next one, and then on turn three they reveal the next one. So you can play cards on locations that are still hidden, sometimes to your like detriment. Like you could reveal and it's like destroy everything here, or it could reveal and it's like you get this buff because you played all these cards ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So there's there's strategy there, um, but the real metagame kicks in if you care about ranked, right? And this is what like has me so like hooked on it because yeah, I'm playing my little cards and the game's in real quick and I do the math and I win these locations. But what gets interesting is in the ranked mode, you rank up by collecting these like energy cubes. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you win, you gain one cube. If you lose, you lose one cube because you're playing for that. Yeah. Um, if you at any time during the game, you can concede or retreat, which is actually like a game mechanic, right? Like it's they don't call it losing; they call it retreating from the battle. Mm -hmm. However, you can lose if you get to the final turn six. And it's like poker. You all reveal your cards. Because when you play, what's also unique is everyone play, you play at the same time. So you both play your cards, so you're not like taking a turn, waiting. And then your cards kind of reveal at the same time, and things all happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. So the way when you win is when turn six ends, and everyone finally unveils all their final cards, the game's no longer worth one cube, it's worth two. 
So if at any oh. point you think like, oh, I'm not going to win this, I'm going to fold like poker. So you can retreat and only lose your one cube because once you get to you know the end of the game, it's two. So obviously if you think you're winning, you want to keep playing it so you can try to get, rank up twice as fast. However, at any point during the game where you think you're ahead, you can snap. And all of a sudden your game is worth two cubes. And if you get to the end of the game, you get four. So it's like doubling down yeah. on your, oh, your bet. So if you so think clever. you're winning, you can put the pressure on and basically like raise. But your opponent can also snap back. So then by the end of the game, you could be playing for eight cubes. So if you care about ranked, you could lose seven games <laughs> and win one game like that. And you technically come out ahead, right? As opposed yeah. to like a lot of other ranked games where you'll win three, you lose two, you win one, you lose two, and you play for three hours and you haven't moved at all. Yeah. And it's also interesting because you could be losing and have shit for hand, but you still snap and you can make your other person concede because they think you have something. So there's like a lot of mind games there. And it's just, I don't know, like I said, the games are so quick and uh, it just gets those endorphins going. Of like, I won, I need to go again, or I lost and well, I need to go again. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the, you know, Marvel Flayer is great. A lot of the cards, the the flavor text, you know, go their abilities kind of match with the character, which is really fun. I think what's really gripped me is I was never really great at deck building when I was playing Hearthstone or any other card game because I was never that patient to figure out like what works, what doesn't. So I just played whatever my favorite streamers were, were running. Mm -hmm. But in this, since it's only a 12-card deck and the games are so fast, I can easily see like this works, this doesn't. So I feel a lot more agency when it comes to making my deck. So it, it keeps that interested, like that part going in me. So I've been having a blast with this this past week until the past couple days when the economy has started to catch up with it, like the mobile stuff, mm -hmm. because you level up, like you don't, you can't buy cards right now you unlock cards by uh leveling up your progression and there's mm -hmm. the ranked progression which is the cubes and then there's your progression for unlocking cards which is uh leveling up your cards so if you get enough credits you can level up your card so it goes from being a flat card to like being a 3d thing to being like shiny right Ooh. but i'm out of credits to upgrade my cards oh, no. but i could give them money yeah and get credits even in like beta I mean, honest, yes. Yeah. yeah, I bought. I paid five dollars for the season pass, which I think ends soon again. It's like a week, <laughs> kind of, because it's in beta. But I got so much. I got more gold than I paid into it already, and I've got other stuff. So like whatever. But yeah, now it's like my progression slowed down, and it, it, they do it kind of uniquely where when you unlock cards, it's random, but it's like a set pool, right? So from like levels 100 to 150, you'll you can possibly unlock these cards, but it'll be in whatever order, right? So once everyone's at 150, everyone should have the same cards. But the problem is I'm running into decks and combos that I don't have those cards and my opponents do. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just because like in ranked, they're playing a lot, so they've unlocked those cards, but they're bad. Or like I'm playing a lot and I don't have these cards and I'm good, so we're like meeting in ranked. But it's like I can't, I literally can't beat some of these decks because they need to nerf some of these cards. Morbius is too strong. Morbius is too strong. <laughs> no, it's a Carnage Nova combo right now mm. because if you destroy nova all your other cards get plus two and if you play carnage it eats everyone in that area so it destroys everything oh yeah. so you but uh, oh and and now i don't like the way the dailies work like they unlock you get two missions at a time and if you complete any two of them you get the daily reward but like say i don't know you log in and you realize the day reset five minutes ago 
and you finish your reward and then you don't get to go back and get that daily reward even though you started it then it's just, yeah yeah but uh they need to fix the economy they need to fix some of the unlock stuff but and once everyone gets high enough level and you can do that it's cool another neat thing is instead you can um there's they sell skins quote unquote for your cards uh, art variants like the back or the front of the card? for the front so like you have um i don't know colossus as a as a character and this base card kind of looks like the colossus from the 90s x-men cartoon yeah but then you have some other artists who drew colossus in like a more realistic kind of way and that's a variant mm. so that's you can buy you can give them money for card variants so it just it's not it just changed the way the card yeah the, it still plays the same how much it's, money are we talking for one card to change the way it's it 750 gold which is like Seven or eight bucks. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's considering it's just cosmetic, or you can spend gold on the credits to upgrade your cards. So they just look flashier, and then you can unlock more cards. This, do they get sparkly? And yes. Okay. Um. Do so the cards yeah. animate. Um. Yes, kind of. Well, I don't mean like does the card physically move around. I mean, the, does the image on the card. Animate? If you upgrade it enough, yes, it Ooh, kind of like okay, does this I'm, like. I'm in. If if if, mm-hmm. if like storms floating. Like it, it, it's the first level is just a flat card, and level two, it like she's breaking out of the borders. Is there any le- voice acting in this? No, not yet. Hmm. Could unlock that. And some of the cards, like when you hover, like when you're going to play them, and you like hover over the arena, they do cool stuff. Like if you play Cyclops, which you never would, because he's like the worst card in the <laughs> game. Oh. You hover his card over the play area, and a red beam shoots across. Or like if you play Punisher, and you like hold him over, like I don't know, like little gun noises make things. Or does uh, Wolverine have his drill claw? Or Berserker Barrage. Uh, he comes in and he like makes his little slashes. Sure. Mm-hmm. My favorite is uh, all the Guardians. If you play your Guardian card and uh, uh, your opponent plays their card in the same location, you get a buff. So when you play Star-Lord and he, they also do it, it like does his card and he gets a little buff and he goes, got him! <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me laugh all the time because I always say got him. pretty good. So yeah, anyway, this is really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um... No news yet on like release or open beta or anything. Right now it's only in closed beta and only on Android. A lot of people online have been like upset because they can't get into the beta. And then I don't know if they realize, because I also saw on a Reddit post today, the beta invites go in your promotions folder if you have Gmail. Mm. And I saw a lot of Reddit comments like, oh, I actually got this email like five days ago oh, and I didn't no. check that. I don't have it. I don't have an email. Checked. Oh no. I was gonna say, Steven, maybe you should start playing this because I know you're looking for a new mobile game yeah. to play. I I'm looking because I don't really like working at work. Sure. I always have my phone with me. So. Mm-hmm. It uh it I finally hit this wall, but I've also been playing like 25 hours in the past seven days. So yeah. if you don't play like a crazy person like me, you might not hit those walls as soon because it also does a really good job when you start like all mobile or free to play experiences of here's a bunch of stuff here's a bunch of level up you're so good yep. more stuff more stuff more stuff and they slowly mm. take the more stuff away and that's where we are yeah. and that's what makes it kind of gross but it's also like they're going to eventually release on pc kind of like with hearthstone mm-hmm. hearthstone released on pc first then came to mobile uh this is starting mobile first but um, you know, a lot of people are upset with some of the card balance and some of the mechanics, but it's still in closed beta. So some of this will, they talked about how the crafting cards is coming, being able to play like against other players, like mm-hmm. PVP is coming. So it's still very early, but still very fun. Well, I would yeah. like to play it. I just, w- I'm waiting for the emails. So yeah. We'll see. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much been it for me too. Do y'all want to chat about some news? Yeah. Yeah. What's the news? 
V Rising has sold <laughs> 1.5 million copies. Wow, that's a lot of copies. It's, it's a lot. I mean, it, it's I've never heard of it until right now. Like Volheim, uh, I feel like in early 21 became that, this. Yeah, that that yeah. came in hot and fast, like real it, quick and burned out real quick. I feel like. I feel like people still play Volheim. I just maybe it's not in the conversation, but yeah, this is a very small developer for V Rising, and like two weeks ago it was like five hundred thousand copies sold. This is crazy. Now it's a one point five million. I mean, those are always fun, right? When it's like a small indie studio or just like a guy. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, you don't you don't hear Ubisoft saying like, "Hey, thanks, we sold a million copies of Assassin's Creed." Well, duh, of course. <laughs> it's, it's like in every Walmart and Target in America. Right. Um, let's see. We have a new cover star for Madden NFL 23. We do. And it's, you know, I don't think anyone's surprised. Um, and it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. To put John Madden back on the cover yeah. of the game. And how long has it been? 18 years since he last graced the 2000. Cover? So longer? Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah right. it, was, years. It, was tw it was 20 because 21 yeah. was the first time he wasn't on the cover. If I were to buy um, a copy of Madden this year, I think I would – because there's three different covers. Oh, I, three different covers of Madden? Yeah, three yeah. different Madden Oh, for pictures. the different editions. Yeah. yeah. I, mm -hmm. I like the one that's literally the first cover. Yeah. I think like breaking through with the football. That, that's a really great cover for uh, – You know they're going to put that on the $100 version, right? Well, I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when uh, when Kobe passed and they made the Kobe edition of that's 2K true. and it was yeah. only the $100 version. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Oh man, 2K gonna 2K. Um, so yeah, that's coming out in August. Let's see, free games that you pay for. I love adding them to my collection every month and sometimes every week because some of these go up weekly, right? But you're you're talking about PlayStation. Yes. Um, for the PS5 for your PlayStation Plus, which is not has PlayStation Plus Plus so launched yet? As of this recording, an hour ago in in Japan it launched. Oh, and it already okay. launched in Asian territories. I don't know the date that it launches okay. in the Western territories. Yeah, because I feel like with uh, obviously that on the horizon, the, the the free offerings for base PlayStation Plus are you know solid games. God of War. I mean, one of the most critically acclaimed and best-selling games of PlayStation history. Yeah. And also, what a Okay, so no, no one at this table has actually finished this game. Or, no. Or even played it much, maybe. No, I, I want to, though. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a self-professed, not really a fan of the franchise. Mm -hmm. I definitely have respect for what they've accomplished with those games. And as a character, I mean, I guess Kratos <laughs> is, has made improvements as a character with this you know, newer game, giving him a, a child or another child. Anyway, I, where am I even going with this? I don't know. Um, well, if you love if you love games about father and sons, I do. Let me tell you about Naruto to Boruto. Naruto to Shinobi Striker. That's really good. Nar that's the true game about your child. <laughs> and so, but we, and we glanced over the fact that God of War is already available. If you own a PS5, it's already a free game. Mm -hmm. You can just it's part of that twenty game instant game collection type deal instant game collection you didn't know about this no if, so if you own a ps5 and you have a playstation network account you have you can down you can own there's 20 games on there yeah 20 like games, god like of war god of war persona 5 until dawn bloodborne what? uh mortal oh. kombat 11 yeah mortal kombat 11's on there it was um, a fun game come on <laughs> 
What is this? Uh, what is the Days Gone? Days Gone. Ratchet and Clank. Is that one there? I keep going. PS5, and I'm looking it up. This is amazing radio. <laughs> no, it's more fun when we go back and forth. I and, don't know oh, anymore. So, okay, uh, I win. Infamous Second yeah. Son. Oh, yeah, that game. Detroit Become Human. That game, so, too. Isn't that fascinating? No one talks about this. Because they don't market it. I don't think they well, want you to know about it. Maybe you, they don't need to, because like, you can't even walk into a store and <laughs> buy... Um, I'm going to do the full list. We'll start over. Okay. Okay, starting at number one. Rewind. Bloodborne. Someone huh. ranked them. <laughs> so Bloodborne is free. Persona 5 is free. Uh, Monster Hunter World. God of War. Last of Us Remastered. Crash Bandicoot the Insane Trilogy. Nice. I didn't know that. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Uncharted 4. Fallout 4. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition. Until Dawn. Ratchet & Clank. Last Guardian. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Zombies. <laughs> Chronicles. Is that real? That doesn't sound. That sounds made up. Um, <laughs> Battlefield One, Batman: Arkham Knight, Infamous oh, Second Son, Mortal Kombat Ten. Oh, Ten. My bad. All right. Days Gone and Detroit Become Human. That is a really this is all list. Solid list of PlayStation Four games for free games that you pay Last for. Guardian in a long time. I we we played that or I played that and got stuck in the, literally the first area of the game yep. and I couldn't nice. like, get out of it. I was like, okay, I'll just do something else for a while. So, so you get God of War for free. Again. <laughs> Again. Naruto to Boruto. Naruto to Boruto. And then also Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, oh, which is the, you know, the Smash-like. It's a fairly recent release. I know, right? right? It's not even a year old. I want, I mean, it, it makes sense because Multiverses is coming out, which oh, is another one yeah. of those, and I, that's coming oh. out free. And the, from what I understand, that's a, Bad. I don't want to say better game, but people that's seem to be... That's a more uh, critically received game it? so far people in the preview seem, stage. They seem to enjoy the the... the I don't know the weirdness of Arya Stark versus. Yeah, is it is it the like is it just the eclectic group of characters that that uh, Warner Brother HBO AT and T has over what Nickelodeon Viacom CBS Paramount has? I mean, from what I understand, that multiverses plays better. Okay, that's too. Yeah, that, okay. that's more important. Maybe. Sure. Now that we've had, I wonder when this com- like comes out. Uh, when is this coming out? Did does it have a release date for multiverses? Multiverses? I mean, switching to multiverses. Well, it's free to play in beta right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a date. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, it's going to be at Evo. We talked about that I think on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They're going to have uh, an Evo side pot. So, um, uh, if you own an Xbox, you can play it in July. Okay. Cuz between, you know, obviously, you know, Smash, uh PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yes. Um Nickelodeon Smash. All-Stars Brawl. And then multiverses, like four different platform fighters going after like the king, and you know, I PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale had its charm and its moments, but it just never really went anywhere. Like it was in, like I felt like that had interesting um, like fight mechanics, like mm-hmm. you know, trying to differentiate itself from Smash, and did some like cool things with the the stage transfers. Yeah, the stage but I feel like again, were the the character list was weak you didn't like a guy from Killzone? <laughs> yeah the <exactly>. iconic <laughs> the iconic sony playstation mascot a guy with a gun from Killzone. and then like nickelodeon i didn't even really look at because i don't know like nickelodeon to me when i was a kid is different than nickelodeon to kids now and it seems you know it's a lot more of the now characters in, in this and multiverse and yeah the only reason it seems interesting because yeah they, they, they embrace the meme with super saiyan shaggy and batman and <laughs> Arya stark <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, 
Exactly. So that's why I'm like curious. Like, is it just ha the memes? And it's I like good, how it like they they made an original character from multiverses as well. <laughs> there, there's literally a character that's not from anything. Are you sure it's just not from a game that like was only in Japan? No, it's like a dog. <laughs> it's like a, this dog that has no like back- a mascot character. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, so that <laughs> got way off track from our free games that we pay for. What else do you have, Stephen? Um. Don't you? Why, why are you putting me on the spot? Okay. Um. Well, we 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 all saw today that they announced that um Undertale's Toby Fox is composing music for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. That will be really cool. People love Undertale. They and do. People also love Pokemon. So why not put two? How does that How does that work? Like that seems incredible. That you mm-hmm. have this independent developer. Has he ever done work like specifically for a Pokemon game before? I don't know. Not that I know of. Not that I know. I think that's pretty I mean, interesting. Yeah. Especially if someone, I mean, the last time I went to a, any type of convention, like Undertale was still like hot shit. Oh, it's, yeah. It's still, it's still the people game. Yeah, people still love it. People love yeah. Undertale, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good game. It's get. kind of like, it's just one of those tiny games that is just like, I don't know, people have gravitated towards and they just hold on to it for dear life. Like Stardew Valley. Stardew yeah. Valley is another one that's just like, just a tiny little game that people just have held on to, and There's, for good reason, they're great games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of these games like that, you know, specifically Stardew Valley, people you you could get by with just playing that, or mm-hmm. just consuming, you know, the fan art. Just like that could be your game world. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just a absolutely. game. Like yeah. Minecraft. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all yeah. It's amazing. Did anyone else see the um, the gameplay reveal trailer for Sonic Frontiers today? No, but I saw not nice words about it. I mean, it almost Uh-oh. seems like a beta to me. <laughs> like the this is just the engine. To me, it looked like this is this is what our engine is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, it almost feels maybe I. It seems like not photorealistic, but it seems photorealistic. Kind of like it's like this real world look to it. Yeah, but is it still just like cartoony Sonic? Yeah. Okay. So like the movie? No, because I didn't see <laughs> no? Cyclops anywhere. Oh, that's, oh, no, that's louder like, than I thought. I don't know. To me, Sonic is like chemical plants and casinos <laughs> and basically Louisiana. Um, <laughs> I don't. Sonic Louisiana? Will that be the new Sonic game? No, because this is like this is like. Colorado Mountains. Yeah, I see it right now. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching the I'm watching the trailer <laughs> silently right now. It doesn't have the Sonic. Um, is that a long neck from Horizon? Sure. That's it doesn't weird. have. It, it doesn't feel like. And again, this is game's not out, so maybe they'll change it. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing here besides it, like him running in this cartoony. photorealistic land. Yeah, whatever people are basing it off of. There's what? no gameplay. It, it's like when, when Kirby in the Forgotten Land first dropped, you're like, whoa, Kirby in the real world, this seems interesting. Everyone was excited. Now, Sonic in the real world, fuck that. <laughs> well, I did not see Sonic turn into a car. Ooh, yet. good point. He, should, he doesn't need one. He just runs. Yeah, he should still turn into a car. <laughs> the um, So World of Warcraft mobile is out. I'm sorry. World of Warcraft. <laughs> Diablo mobile. Diablo mobile is out. Oh, another mobile game another I can mobile. play? You can play it on your PC, too. Oh, okay. um, it, I downloaded it on my phone. I didn't play it. Is it Diablo 2? No, it's, it is a Diablo new, Immortal. It is a new Diablo experience what? created for your phone or PC. I don't know. We got battle passes. <laughs> yep. We got, you can pay a little extra for some shit. 
Um, after you oh, complete God, a dungeon, garbage. you can pay a dollar to get more rewards, but it's a one-time offer. We're only going to offer this to you this one time. I, I remember when this, yeah, when this was announced, free. obviously everyone just jumped on ripping it apart. Yeah. Even when it was just Diablo on phones was poop, poop, anything poop. about it. Oh, they were not fans of this announcement. Um, that BlizzCon was that the last BlizzCon they were. I think it was. That, oh, when they so did sad. it, they four years ago. They made the mistake of putting microphones in the audience, <laughs> at, and there was a Q and A. And I oh wait, did people boo? I don't know, but someone was someone walked up to the microphone and said, "Like, is this a joke?" <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I feel bad because you know these people work really hard on whatever, yeah, yeah. and they're they're excited to share what they've been working on with fans they're all in this room because they love diablo and no one in this room that love diablo and to have a fan ask if you're joking that's that's hard i feel like a lot of the vitriol came from the expectations of the diablo 4 maybe they should preface this yeah and they're like huge diablo announcement on your phones motherfuckers maybe they should put like not diablo on the background before they got on the stage like a like a nokia all the mm-hmm. way up to like the newest iPhone, you know. Yeah. And then maybe people in that room could be like, "Huh, huh, that's a phone." This seems to be uh, phone things happening <laughs> here, but this is a Diablo announcement. Maybe Whoa. we should not think that it's going to be. Well, it's it, it's almost you see it now on Twitter from like Nintendo and Sony. Like you know, we recorded this before Sony's State of Play, which technically happened, you know, on the, the day of this that's true, release. That's true. And they come out and tweet now, and Nintendo's like, this is only going to be about games coming out in the next four months. We're not talking about fucking Elder Scrolls Six. Nope. We're talking about some shit you don't care about that's coming out in August. And, and maybe, because this was years ago. that this. Yeah. I don't think, I think, peop, I think co- publishers and companies do a better job now. Of, of, of but, understanding what expectations are, even though they that's not anything they should be worried about. But maybe like, three or four years ago they didn't do that. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you have to realize the fervor of the internet. Expectations. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and managing those expectations correctly, especially now in the past two years where, you know, more people are just online. You know, now you don't get to leave your house and go across the country to hang out with other uh, anime fans. Yep. Don't it's just let me just sit anime. on my computer and get pissed, no be pissed off on Reddit. Yep. Yeah. I so. will try the 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 free to play mobile deal. I literally forgot I downloaded it today. <laughs> oh, you'll try it. I'm gonna try it because I mean, you know, it it may be one of those things where you could play it and get some enjoyment without having to pay. Yeah. For all the little you get like five things. six hours out of it until it starts gating you more. Right. Yeah. You no. Know? We'll see. Yeah. I do like how this headline on Polygon says, um, "Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's hot new professors pose the <laughs> ultimate decision." <laughs> There's a comment about how like uh, they're uh, like you know uncomfortably attractive. <laughs> yeah. I guess you kind of touched on this earlier when you said that this feels like a darker like Pokemon everything. Like, um, all the hues of this game are very much, like, gray. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, all the colors look like they took a primary color, and then they just put a little bit of gray over it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they don't have anime eyes. That, that's already, like, a yeah. like a huge uh, swing. The last professor I found hot was Sycamore from <laughs> Gen 6. So, if you can't recreate Sycamore, then get out of here. They're not hot. Sorry. It is interesting that they have two different professors depending on your game. Yeah, yeah, is, that is I cool. That is cool. Different. That's the first time I did that. Piers, the lady professor, has fangs. 
Oh, okay. Vampires. Well, uh, okay. Back. Well, we should talk about that. Vampires <laughs> are very hot right now. <laughs> so hot right now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't really see much else news. We're no, just we're it. like days away from a lot of yeah. news. It's a good thing we're doing another so, show next Tuesday. That's right. Coming at you. We're going to change when we record this. To uh, cover all of the exciting news that dropped today or in the past couple of days uh, as you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, I think that can uh, you know that'll wrap us up for, for this week. Before we get out of here, have y'all watched Obi-Wan yet? No. We are Disney Plus. We still haven't. We haven't re-upped we, we're gonna re-up. it. Oh yeah, we're gonna y'all re-up. y'all merry go round it. Yeah, yeah we right. just we were... we're trying to save some money. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean that's smart. <laughs> what, I mean, eight, I started playing Genshin Impact, so I gotta you know <laughs> gotta save some pennies somewhere. The I mean now it's time to get back on Disney Plus because Miss Marvel drops next week. If you wow. care about Star Wars, you know, got Obi Wan right now. Moon Knight ended. Yeah, we need to watch Moon, we Moon Knight. We need to finish um something. But you know, maybe wait a little bit. To, you didn't so. We need to watch the last episode, I think. Last episode. Oh, bro, that's where like, shit actually happened. Right? I know. What are y'all doing? I now liked that, though. Now it's I not like as Hawkeye. fun because it's, not, it's, it's summer. It's not Christmas. It's a Christmas show. Yeah, well, we're going to wait until Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> to finish it. Christmas in July with Hawkeye. Well, yeah. you probably need to finish it before like three other shows come out that directly mm-hmm. correlate mm-hmm. To, to, to that ending. It's too much. It's, it's getting to be a lot. We didn't yeah. watch Boba Fett. Neither did we. And, you know, maybe... I'm just wait till Obi Wan's over and then re up for your Disney Plus. No yeah. need to rush and watch this kind of boring show that's not going anywhere and makes no fucking sense. Well, it's only been uh, two episodes, right? Yeah, just yeah. two of six. Oh. It's a third of the way over. Yeah. And, like, uh, anyway. Time to start doing our chicken taco pizza on a Friday night and watch mm. Obi Wan. I, I do like that. Yeah, it's just. They dropped the first two episodes, like, together. Mm. So. They, that's what they do, right? They yeah, usually. I think Ms. Marvel's doing that too next yeah. week. That's they're cool. dropping the two together. So, okay, well. Oh, wait, do any games come out this week? Ben? Oh, shit. John, John Michael's not here. It's his favorite part yeah. of the show. You're right, because there are games. You have to do it in tribute to John Michael. Last week, there was a Top Gun Maverick DLC for Free. Flight Simulator. And if you're oh. a Microsoft Game Pass Ultimate <laughs> subscriber, then you have that for free. You could just download <laughs> both of them. It's weird we're doing this in, like, the middle of the week. So we'll just kind of cover uh, – so yesterday, which – it was Tuesday, but actually it was two days ago when time you listen to this. SnowRunner came out on PlayStation 5 <laughs> Xbox uh, Series on um, June 1st. Silt. 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 My favorite part of the Earth's core. S-I-L-T. <laughs> on play- PS5, PS4, Xbox, everything, Switch and PC. Is that under the loam? <laughs> <laughs> we went to the, the Natural Science Museum in mm-hmm. Houston, and we did this interactive experience where we got into this thing. We drilled down to the center of the Earth, and That's then we time traveled. Difficult to get That's down cute. there. And then the the whole apparatus just kind of like shook. No. It was like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Friday, June 2nd, you can. No, it's Thursday. Oh my God. All my days are mixed up because we lie on the date here. On June 2nd, you can play Card Shark on Switch and PC, and you can also play Diablo Immortal on iOS and Android. There mm. you go. Um, also on the second, Gigapocalypse on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Soldiers, spelled S-O-U-L-D-I-E-R, like Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Like color with a U, like... like yeah. And that's... British that, way of spelling. Ooh, this looks good. PS5, PS4, Xbox, Soldiers? Series 1, Switch, PC. 
Soldiers looks really good. Soldier. Indie Metroidvania, an action adventure with RPG elements. Oh. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. It looks. Oh, that's nice. I love, that's like nice. I really like the art style of this, actually. Well, Steven. Play it's, it. It's and out. We'll talk about it. On yeah. all those things. That's it right now. It's been on out on Steam since February. What are you doing? I don't know. You're playing, playing it right now. Too many vampire games. That's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's still more. You thought it was oh, summertime wow. was not the time for games. Well, you thought wrong. I'm also just also just looking at this soldier thing. Uh, Unexplored 2. The Wayfarer's Legacy. On Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. No PS5. Probably play, play the first one. Yeah, probably. I'm, I would be completely lost. <laughs> uh, and that is June 7th next week. So, yep, that's it. Nice. That's all your hot new releases for this week in the first week of June, the year of our Lord, 2022. That was so exciting. I hope John <laughs> Michael appreciated it, wherever he is right now. I hope he did, too, because, man, next week we got some bangers. Ooh. <laughs> actually no actually next week no actually next week we do because next week uh two games i actually care about drop on friday Ooh, we'll, we'll talk okay, about well, it then we'll talk about it then. exactly so we'll talk about that on our show which will now be on tuesday next week so exciting something to you know you hey, can look forward to at the beginning, beginning of, your, of week. your work week exactly you know? so we can be, be nice with treat. you we're yeah. here to treat you that's what we do yeah um so that's gonna be it for our show this week uh let's see hold on you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash express. You can find us on uh, everywhere you like to listen to podcasts, except I don't think we're on Spotify. I need to figure that out. Yeah, I don't. don't I looked it. for us there. We're not there. Okay. I need, I, usually the RSS feed goes everywhere. I don't know if Spotify. I have to like pay Joe Rogan or something to get on there, but we're going to talk about getting on Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter, at Adam Arinder. Oh, at Vanellala. At Steve Gameware. And um, you can catch us now coming out on Tuesdays. Yeah, coming next week. Tuesdays. If you haven't checked it out, last week John Michael and I updated our ranking the MC of the MCU. Mm-hmm. So we've now ranked all twenty eight, nine movies. Sounds right. And six TV shows. Adam, if I wanted to share with you my ranking of MCU, what could I? How could? How do I share that with you and everyone here at the table? Well, Renee, if you want to be a part of the Gameware Express experience, you can email us GamewareExpress at gmail.com. Oh my gosh, I think more people should do that. That way, you can let us know what you thought of our MCU ranking, what your favorite MCU ranking is, mm-hmm. who your favorite Ninja Turtle is. Remember, we did that like nine years ago. That was the first yeah. episode. <laughs> that was the first episode. And I still want to know who everyone's favorite Ninja Turtle is. So yes, fan interactions, awesome. Please email us at GameWareExpress at gmail.com or, you know, go join our GameWare uh, group that still exists on Facebook because Facebook still allows groups for some reason. And you can leave a comment there and talk to us as well. Um, we post daily there. We do. Yeah. yeah. All the hot news from out the week, you hear it here, you can read it. And comments. It's, it's there first. Already on there. It's already on How there. How exciting is that? <laughs> Nuts. Okay. SoundCloud says I've unlocked all these savings with Pro Unlimited. They emailed us to Gameware Express Ooh. at gmail.com. It's the only email. Number one fan, get. SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to SoundCloud. Yeah, right? Holding it down. We pay them monthly. They better send us fucking emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and shout out to Pat Leo Jones 1962 for liking last week's episode on SoundCloud because it told me that. 
Thanks, friend. Thank you. Um, so I think that's really it this time, right? This is like this is like uh, Return of the King, where we have like three or four different endings. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like Michael Scott, he has so many openings, he has to do a few. I have so many endings, like mm-hmm. you never know which one. It's Wayne's World. Now let's do the Scooby Doo ending. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, Renee, Stephen. As always, thank, thank you for joining us. Be safe on your trip. Seeing Akon in concert. <laughs> Let me know how that is. Um, everyone else out there, we will see you next Tuesday. Until then, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. 